Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Shout out to Benny, of course, Olivia and Kent just behind the scenes doing amazing things. Hi, Mr. B. Howdy. Um, Doesn't matter what your politics are for the moment. I just want to take a moment and just acknowledge the passing of Colin Powell. And for those of you that may or may not know about that, uh, you know, one New Yorker to another, um, it's always sad news. It's always sad news. Uh, And, uh, you know, the book that he wrote, it worked for me in life and leadership, that book, if you probably never read that book, that was extremely insightful. Uh, And again, um, it's just so sad. It's just so sad. Um, And of course, you can Google it and find out so much on your own. Um, One of the things that, you know, it leads me to, or at least has me think about Benny is, you know, I thought about for all of you, and I, and by the way, thank you so much for your emails and thank you so much for your what, snail mail. Benny, is that like still a thing? You know, it is like the, with the stamp. Yes, correct. Like yes. when you get the stamp. Yeah, it's on. gone up the last couple of years, but that's okay. It's still there. Yeah. still available. Yeah, like that. There right? you go. Bingo, bingo. Okay. Um, thank you all for sending those. And yes, I do my best to try to reply. And uh, those of you that leave me your phone number, I will call you back, of course. Um, but one of the things I'm really struck by is how aware we all are about this journey we go on when we call it healing. And that's what today's show is about. You know, if you'd have told me when the show was crust busting your way to an awesome life back in the day that I would be having a conversation with Matthew Wood today about holistic medicine and the extracellular matrix, the science of healing at the cellular level. If you'd have thought that I would be getting ready to have that conversation with him and actually know what it is he was writing about in his book, I'd have probably looked at you and said, what? Extra what? what but i think what happens is when you go on your own healing journey and i've said this april 1st of 2004 the beginning of the day i was healthy as what's the expression an ox by the end of the day that began a 10-year healing journey the whole show nature of it didn't change it was still positive but the depth and the breadth of what I was now interested in and sharing with all of you changed. And one of the things I learned is that there are so many aspects of who we are and so much power in these, this thing we call our body. And yet 
we we don't know what we don't know because we're not getting the information that could in fact heal us that's what today's show is about now many of you when i say the word herbalist you know what i mean when i say herbal medicine you may know what i mean you may not when i say plant-based medicine you may know what i mean you may not but most of you have a sense of it what i want to talk with Matthew about today is the power of that. Yeah, power. There is power, power in learning and working with someone like Matthew that understands for over 35 years, you know, an international author, a lecturer in the field, you know, a master's degree in herbal medicine. I mean, all of the above. Mm -hmm. What are some of the questions, though, that we should be asking ourselves as to why, why, if there is so much information about the power of this, what is in the way? So this is where we got to bust through a little crust here, even if our society in the United States doesn't enable us to have as much access as we want. You all know that as advocates of Lyme disease for 10 years talking about it, bringing on the best, what we know is that healing is multidimensional. But if I said to you today, the matrix is real, not to get a jump on the upcoming movie coming out, but the mm -hmm. matrix is real. Would you say, which pill should I take? Matthew, it's great to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Great, <laughs> great introduction. Yeah. Look, I think you know, a mentor said to me once a long time ago, you can't take a person path to a place that you haven't gone yourself now. And I had thought I experienced everything in life. You know, mm -hmm. uh, moms commit suicide, homeless, the whole thing. I thought, But I was never not well. My body was the temple. Are you oh. kidding? Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't. I want to ask you this. The journey one goes on to really heal. I mean, really heal. I don't mean get rid of a symptom. I mean, like yeah, heal right. stuff. Is that what you mean by the matrix being real to get <laughs> at those levels? Fill me well, in. It's great to have you on the show. We're going to have so much fun. Yes. Well, actually, the matrix is pretty materialistic. Yeah, I am a multidimensional believer and practitioner, <laughs> but this book got me down to the solid ground. And there is a matrix kind of like the movie uh, inside of us. And actually it controls all the cells and they all are robots. And that is what's so interesting because that's not the cell theory. The cell theory from 1850 something tells us that each cell is in charge of its own life, just like a human being decides when it wants to eat, when it wants to procreate, when it wants to migrate, eliminate, etc. And this turns out to be completely untrue. All the cells are are enslaved by this matrix, by these uh, signals, which are sent along polymers, kind of like as if there was a huge, it would seem like you'd think it would be like a spaghetti um, of, of polymers all around the cells everywhere, but actually it's more like feathers opening and closing, um, more water, more open, less water, less open. And um, they, uh, as a result, um, the and and they hold charges and these electric charges um, tell the herb, the the cells what to do, and every time you have more salt or more glucose or less salt or or um, eat a little toxic material, all the cells are are they're all aware all at once like whoa what's what's going on and and um, 
the signal goes everywhere. And I think anybody who's maybe had, if you've had acupuncture and they stick a needle in on one side of your body and you feel it on the oh. other, that's the matrix signaling system. Bing, 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 you know? So, so what this shows is that everything's tied together on that level and um, that the basic premise of holism is true, that the, on the cellular level, we are a whole. Like, yes, we can make decisions. We're on the nervous level, that's not true. But, but on the cellular level, on our animal self level, we are uh, actually a whole and we um, can um, function we, and we need to realize that. And that means that holistic medicine is now where the science is ultimately not old time reductionist compartmentalistic medicine and you talked about not just treating the symptom and i mean i didn't I, I didn't go to doctors until i turned 65 and then i went to you know and, and it was like wow now i see why people come to see me because all they're doing is treating the symptom just absolutely and if if they have to validate it on a test otherwise they just don't believe it exists That's you know right. Yeah. yeah, and you might even, if you press and press, they'll just want to put you on a psych med or something. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, I all of the above. And what I yeah. love about, you know, I was reading your book and I was really, I like to underline and do all that crazy stuff, oh, yeah. right? But I'm yeah. also, you know, I also have a research background. I learned a lot from going back to school and about research. One yeah. of the things I pulled out of the book, I think it was like way at the beginning, you know, where you're talking about this is the this is what we believed. This is how it got upgraded, what we believed. This is how it got upgraded. And then you talked about uh, Pollock, I think, in 2001. Yeah. But then but then what happens is you're like, well, wait a minute. These two these views were now integrated. And I was a little shocked at the date. I was I had to go back. And I, I had read the book and I wrote a note and then I had to go back. 2018, you know, what, is, what was it? Overton, you mentioned. Yeah, right. And I'm like, 2018, that's like three years ago. Yeah. But I want to ask you about this. Okay. Yeah. How does that change the game? And what I mean by that is, you know, you're somebody that isn't just an expert in this field. You're also somebody that really went down to the ground level, as you said, yes. but are pulling information together to see this is where we've been. This is what we've discovered. Now, here's where we are, folks, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this information moves slowly because the matrix, well, the, the matrix was known. I mean, in some ways, we always knew there was a compartment around the cells, way back to the 19th century, but nobody valued it. And uh, this uh, Alfred Pissinger in 1975, he discovered the ground regulatory system, which showed that, it, that this that the matrix regulate, regulated the cells. They didn't have brains of their own. We think of the nucleus as the brain, but it's really the reproductive organs. And as I joke in the book, we humans often get our brains and our reproductive organs mixed up. A lot, <laughs> a lot. A lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we did that with the cells too. So, but he discovered that in 1975 and uh, he addresses, he died about 1993 or something, 86 maybe. He addresses, well, why isn't this idea being picked up on? Why are people not realizing it? And he said, it's because they, they aren't trained to think holistically. They aren't trained to think that the whole matters more than the, the, 
the reductionism. And um, so it'll just take a long time. Mm -hmm. And I found that this was not even known or accepted by alternative practitioners to any extent about one out of 100 people seem to know anything about it. So so I'm just throwing that number out. I, I just would run across somebody a couple times a year, maybe. And then it's like, well, I've got to explain this to the alternative crowd because they, they're more open. And then somebody can, I don't know, plagiarize my book 10, 15 years down the line. <laughs> they got my permission and they can uh, explain it for the regular crowd. But it's still, there really are only are only two books in English on this subject. And they're really just different translations of Pissinger and Heine's book uh, um, on the matrix, one by North Atlantic Books, the other one by uh, Hogg Publishing in Germany. And so there's, and I mean, that's it. And then there's papers, as you know, o Overton being a really excellent paper. And, um, and that was one that I found late in the, in the study, of course, too, because, you know, I was writing this from 2012 on or so little bit every year. Yeah, and just to mention Pollock, he was a completely independent researcher yep. showing us what water in the organism is not the same as water in, in the river. So um, yeah. And let's talk to that point, though, if we could spend a minute on this, because we don't really yeah. talk about water enough. And there's so much more to talk about here. But I yeah. really want to talk about that foundational piece. And, yeah. you know, I read a book, I can't remember the name, but I read so many books when I got sick. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I didn't even know what was going on. And it took Dr. Darvish here in the Pacific Northwest huh. to peel the layer back. Now, she didn't use the phrase matrix. Yeah. She never yeah. said that word, but yeah. she explained things to me in that nature. And this huh. was news to me, but I got to tell you, it made so much sense to me. It yeah. was like, oh, that's common sense. Like me, like I'm a lay person, yeah. right? But it's also good science to understand that. Let's have a moment with water. Yeah. I believe in this country and maybe other places, we are the dehydrated civilization. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any facts to that. I'm just going to tell YouTube and all of you that are monitoring that is my personal opinion. However, there is science that support that. Can you talk to water for a minute and what your view is and what you're seeing that supports water is central in a conversation about the matrix? Yeah, okay. So you're from the Pacific Northwest because interestingly, so Gerald Pollack was a professor, a researcher at University of Washington, Bellingham. Yep. They actually let him go when he got into his 60s. They were not interested in this research, even That's though one correct. Day it'll be looked upon as tremendous, uh, important research. But he found that the water inside this, the body, uh, all, all bodies, is um, different from the water just out there. And actually, um, he also found that uh, um, that actually that rainwater has this actually it originates sunlight beating on a hydrophilic surface that's a water loving surface surface so that's a rock sand beach a leaf um, our skin um, it, it wouldn't be an oil slick you know so so uh, it's hydrophilic <laughs> so it changes it changes from h2o to H3O plus slash H2O2, meaning that there's some changes in electrons and they bond, they have a weak 
positive negative charge and they're bonded together. And he says that they're basically a liquid crystalline gel is what he calls it. Yeah. So it's like a movable soft crystal in a way. And it's, and this is why actually you can see this. This is why, because rainwater does this because uh, rainwater comes off, evaporates off of the leaf, the rock and rainwater has an edge and the blood has an edge and organic water has more of an edge than tap water. We can call this organic water. Um, so, and this actually helps uh, physical properties of the blood of the fluids within us, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so it's so intrinsically different water and it's, I, even though it has more of an edge, it's wetter in a way. And it, and it's, you've tasted water that tasted wetter, you know, and water that just resisted, it's got so many minerals or hard water or whatever, yeah. you know, bound up water. Yeah. And so uh, like, I, I crave that, um, uh, you know, somebody had a crazy little new age device that we put the water on and wow, that's wetter. <laughs> and, uh, um, I, didn't, I didn't understand what it was, uh, but, um, you know, I've, I've, and I've known of other people that change water in different ways, but um, so, but Gerald Pollack really proved what the change was. And that's pretty interesting too. So the, this is the water that's in the matrix. And then there's the polymers, which are all important. Then there's food, waste products, yep. thing, electrolytes, real important, passing, and you know, and just all through there. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, the reason I brought it up is I think even to this day in the conversations and the people that I speak with, and it's not the focus of this show today, because we're going to talk about the holistic path now, as you talk about in your book. But it is a conversation that I, I love to hear people talk about. Like, for example, I love getting in the mail a device that will add oxygen to my water, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. one of one of the guests I had sent me something that if I put my water in here, I'll get more oxygen in it, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there's a machine you can get which purifies your water and adds electrolytes to it. And yeah. I will tell you that somebody that grew up on the East Coast, right, lived in New York, New Jersey, yeah. people will still tell you to this day that tap water in New York is the best around. I don't really know about that. But there's some truth to some of this water tasting wetter. And it's just, I think, you know, I think it's either psychological or otherwise, but it all ties into the conversation on how do we all, whether it's a lay person or a holistic health professional, how do we bring the conversation and the matrix to the forefront? Let me ask you this question, because this is part of the book too. Where do you think the greatest challenges are from where you sit now and you're working with holistic practitioners and lay and lay people, but the working with, where do you think the greatest hurdle is that, that has to be overcome in this conversation? Um, about holism, you mean? About yeah. the matrix. Oh, about the matrix. Gee. Um, yeah. Well, um, it's, oh, one of the authors I quoted said, it's hard to visualize the matrix. And that is true. There's reasons. It's not only that we have to change how we think. It's like, even if you think outside the box, it's still hard to visualize. So it's just going to take time to, to slowly um, develop this. And, you know, like I say, I, I wrote for the alternative crowd and, you know, the, the, the other crowd will catch up eventually, but it's, it's going to be hard. It's not an easy thing. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, Overton's um, article really was a, a short essay 
which summed it all up. And that was 2018. So we're dealing with very recent, um, you know, events. So. And, you know, I wanted to put that in, in the context for what we're about to talk about, because when, you know, part of this is your introduction to us begins with the, the organ system and a conversation about that. Um, and a conversation like we're having now about water and electricity and chemistry and the fact that, you know, you could put a salt lamp next to a computer and within 24 hours, you'll see it start to crystallize, right? Oh, you know, and you that. ask yourself, why, why is my salt lamp getting all white? Oh, okay. What do you think it's absorbing? But <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the Congress, let's talk about the organ system, because I think one of the greatest challenges we have now, or we seem to be facing now, is how do I keep myself well? Yeah. Everything from the introduction of anti-aging and the introduction of do this, take this, and, you know, what's happening as is a society here is the, the latest new thing that gets put on something is going to be what you go in and buy and get a like five month supply of mm -hmm. and don't even know how that thing maybe it's the best thing on the planet but don't even know how that's going to affect you internally right yeah well let's let's actually talk about the therapeutic aspects of the matrix like, because it's interesting, again, you mentioned people talking about it without having a name for it. Yeah, there were several people like that who uh, developed, who, you know, visualized it, but they didn't have a name for it, and they learned how to treat it. One was uh, Marguerite More, who was uh, revitalized the aromatherapy tradition in France. So so that's a, a big deal. Um, his Her book does not really tell you how to treated I didn't find um, effectively but but she with just the book alone but but she visualized it and then another interesting guy was Corwin Samuel West who was a naturopath in Salt Lake City and he just if you simplify it down to in um, mix out it's like the matrix is the mixed part in the middle the in is the capillary bed bringing the stuff in the lymphatics bring it out so he just decided well I'm not against homeopathy herbalism uh, dancing anything. I'm just in favor of of what's a simple method so we control what goes in and 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 we you know help encourage what goes out. He uh, he developed the so he he used that lymphasizer where people jump up and down on a little trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which another friend of mine years ago he said nothing is better for the lymph than uh, horseback riding. Well, same thing, you know. It's the same thing. <laughs> but this also means you know jogging and walking. And that type of activity, and certainly um, a lymphatic massage. So there's, and there are great herbs to clean out the lymph. Okay, so then there's the in, and he said uh, vegetarianism, and I'm not a vegetarian, so I was like, oh, well, ho, ho. Um, but he said, control the proteins, and we'll have less waste products to deal with in there. And I was like, ho, ho, ho. Um, and then I read it, <laughs> Pischinger and Heine, in their book, they said the best way to start a, uh, a cleaning the matrix is a protein fast. They didn't say all the time, but they just said a protein fast. It's like, okay, I'll believe you guys. You guys are the fountain, the originator. So, so controlling your proteins or temporarily cutting down on them, 
uh, to clean up. So this is a very simple detoxification. This goes back to the whole detoxification thing. And certainly, yes, you'll help if with the metabolism, say that's more in the matrix. Um, that's where we use our bitters, our liver remedies, which are really yeah. just metabolic uh, enhancers, and then also the lymphatic uh, cleansers. So so um, this then is so simple that anybody can really kind of manage their matrix. Uh, it seems like you do kind of need exercise um, to move the lymph, I think. Um, we would have to say, oh, uh, the lymph is, doesn't have its own motor. It's moved by breathing, deep mm. breathing. So swimming, another way, anything that pumps the lungs is going to move that lymph. So um, yeah, so there's an overview in therapeutic terms. Yeah. And, you know, I want to talk about this, um, you know, as we talk about the extracellular matrix, but talk about, you know, what it is you're bringing forward in the book for us to look at, for us to truly understand, especially, I love that you're talking to holistic practitioners. I just love that you're doing that because, you know, it, it's not just a conversation for the average everyday person, like you're talking with us, right? It's yeah. a conversation to understand this. For example, you said two things that I want to point to, and then we'll go to break and come back. Yeah. One of the things you said is, you know, something has to move here. So we got to move <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. And whenever you say that to folks, it you know, there's some people that, yep, I run five miles a day. There are yeah. other people that say, no way. These knees are gone, not going to run. Yeah. But what I'm finding is we have become enlightened capitalists and we're very productive when it comes to delivering pieces of equipment that will shake up our body. Oh, there's true. no question about yes. it. Right. Uh, and the question is convincing people that this is an essential element. The other thing I want to get back to when we come back is when I think about the matrix, I can't help but think about, for lack of a better term, a system. It's like yeah. the weaver and the web become one. Yes. Right? <laughs> the weaver and the web become one. I have a lot of spider medicine. The weaver yeah. and the web become one. Right. So in the world we live in, how do we do this? Where would we start? Is cutting back on your protein today, is that going to kickstart it? Is maybe drinking some water or drinking something that makes sure you have electrolytes? Maybe what you do is you get one of these really cool vibrating machines that I'm told that if you do those three times a day for 10 minutes, mm -hmm. not only do your muscles build, but there's so many things to do when we come back with Matthew Wood. You're going to find out why having one or several of these in your daily routine is critical. Not even like maybe you should, but like a critical. When we come back, we're going to talk about what does this structure mean and for those people, if you're listening, and I bet you've heard this before from holistic practitioners, well, I don't know where to start. That's what Matthew's going to talk about. For those of you that are just tuning in, I want to make sure you know I am here with Matthew, Matthew Wood, and we're talking about this great book, Holistic Medicine and the Extracellular Matrix, the Science of Healing at the Cellular Level. Why? Well, if you're somebody like me and your doctor says your cells have stopped working, 
you get on a mission to find out what the heck that means. Let's take a short break when we're back more with Matthew right here on the show. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Jane Mack, and I'd love to tell you about the latest technology of the Valara Company. I've been using the Valara Company equipment, the air machines, since 1992, and I have found them to be totally successful in killing mold, mildew, and keeping your house fresh and clean. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. And by the way, we're taking your questions. If you have a question for Matthew, certainly give us a call 1-800-930-2819. And Olivia will also be watching Facebook if you want to ask a question there. There's just a lot really here. Um, And, you know, when we talk about holistic medicine and the extracellular matrix, and that's what, you know, Matthew has done. There's a lot here to unpack, but there is a reoccurring theme. Now, Matthew, before we go ahead and do this, how do people get a copy of the book and how do they find out more about you? 
Well, let's see. The book is uh, published by Inner Traditions of Vermont, and it's. They tell me it's coming out on November 9th, I believe they said. Although they started out on on uh, October 6th and then October 29th, and we'll see if it's really out on the 9th. But they, yeah, I have an advanced copy. <laughs> oh, oh, you have an advanced copy? Wait a second. That's not. That's not a, a online and it's not a internet copy. Wow, I I didn't get one of those. <laughs> no, I I actually have a digital copy. Let me a correct digital, myself. Yeah. No, I yeah. no, I couldn't get my hands on a real one. So just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, I suppose it'll be available on Amazon and stuff. I mean, I'll set up my own site eventually, and that would be through mm -hmm. my Matthew Wood Institute of Herbalism, which you can find on the net, and uh, I teach mm -hmm. classes on herbalism and uh, organ systems. And this is an organ system. You mentioned this, that this sounds like a system. And this is really the primal system that the, when the, the multicellular critters began, there were just some sea slime on the bottom of the ocean and they, and they sent a membrane out. They sent a bunch of cells out there. Let's enclose ourselves. Uh, and then they became an enclosed slime. And from there we became higher organisms. But so we're enclosed seawater of four and a half billion years ago or so. And I think, I can't remember. And um, <laughs> um, we have those salts. It's a different ocean than today, but we need those salts. We need that water. Well, Pissinger anticipated, people said, well, how? Uh, what's the regulatory system for the single cell in the ocean? He said, the ocean, the seawater. <laughs> and and this, is, this, this model is so true. Our environment regulates our, ourselves. So, and it's in the environment inside our body regulates our cells. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was struck by a couple things in the book and I want to get to them and really have you walk us through this. You know, one of the things that I love is that you present a case for the scientific justification of holistic medicine. Not yeah. quite sure why we need that. This is just my point of view Yeah, because before conventional allopathic medicine, like human beings, people, before they had the pharmacy and the whole deal, right, and the doctor, doctor, what were they using so that civilization didn't disappear? Uh -huh. What yeah. did those, what did people figure out? Like, let's say you're over in Egypt and, oh, you have essential oils. You have all these oils and you start to use all these oils. What did they figure out? See, this is what I love about this. We're having to have scientific justification of holistic medicine, medicine which was the only vehicle available yeah. to right. human beings yep. that helped us not completely disintegrate. Yeah. But I thank yeah. you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yeah, and uh, while I, I'm an herbalist, and when I was young, I said, everything is treatable by herbs, and then I realized, no, food and exercise are yeah. crucial all the time throughout life, uh, and and so, oh, darn, can't do everything with herbs, but you can come close, but so food and exercise, and this goes, your question reminds me of Hippocrates, their basic system, modern doctors don't understand it, but they just fast you for a week or two, not a complete fast, but a very controlled diet. So imagine eating tabbouleh salad for two weeks. You know, you'd, I love tabbouleh salad, but you'd probably get really sick of it. But <laughs> but um, this takes a burden off your system. It's like takes the toxins out. It's like uh, the allergies out and your body gets a chance to reassert itself. And then there's a 
healing crisis and it eliminates and the channels of elimination, whether it's phlegm or uh, diarrhea or urination or whatever, uh, you eliminate and then you're healthier and they had learned to interpret, you know, oh, you're gonna need to fast again. That's not a good enough elimination. But so that's a very simple, I mean, this is the beginning of medicine in the West at any rate. And, um, you know, and just, uh, and also um, things like opening the channels of elimination, the Native American sweat lodge, the Finnish sauna. I, I was listening to a great, I, I'll give you his name, a, a professor from uh, University of Madison, um, University of Wisconsin-Madison, and, and he was saying, he was a psychiatrist and saying, well, to, to treat uh, depression, you have to have gratitude, compassion, and an open heart, and not think about yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. and, but he said, but it's often a um, thermal regulatory problem with too much heat, and you, you just, you often need a sweat lodge, sauna, it's treatable that way, because depressed people run a degree or two hotter. This is, again, you know, so these very, very simple ancient methods uh, of, uh, which I didn't mention that in the book, but I do would, uh, would say that that opens up your sweat pores and then you're eliminating better, takes a burden off your kidneys, off your colon, off your lungs. So, so and you want to make sure, and if you're uh, constipated, the Hippocratic physicians were definitely concerned about that, then you want to take care of that. But um, so you keep the channels of elimination open. As we get older, those are the four channels of elimination. Younger women have menstruation as well, but 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 it's it's the skin, the kidneys, the colon, the um, lungs, and keep the channels open. If there's any problem there, try to some simple solution. So that's eliminating, eliminating. We keep that lymph moving. We keep that metabolism going well if we can. And um, then we watch our diet. Um, and as you and I were saying, I can't remember if it was on our break or, or in general, we're saying there's no one diet for everybody. No. It's, it's just like, please, everybody. Yeah, you may fit a stereotype, Dr. Adkins or this or that, but not everybody does. So don't right. become a fanatic about it. Don't try to lay it on other people, but be grateful when you find the thing that works for you. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I love that we're talking about this because I was put on the master cleanse and mm. it was one of the toughest ones to start. And, and then my naturopath had to just say, beg me to get off it. I mean, I was 42 yeah. days into it and I've never oh. felt better. I mean, it was a little unusual for me. I had a modified version of it and my modified oh. version of it was most of the day, that's what I would do. But at night, I would have steamed vegetables, brown rice, and tahini or something. I don't know. And I just loved it. And my body loved it. It was interesting. It's not for everyone. Yeah. And there's a point that you get to where you know you have to do something else. But I was struck by a couple of things in the book that are really concerning for me. I, one of the, the as, a, as a human, <laughs> but also to understand what you're saying here. I can't remember where in the book you talk about the nerve system and hormones, but there is a section where you talk about the nervous system and the endocrine system. Yeah. And what I loved about this, albeit it was a really short, short section of the book, it yeah. is a very important one because there are some medicines that affect the nervous system. Yeah. 
And, uh, and I mentioned one to you earlier, you know, people that will get surgeries, right? Like I got two surgeries, two major surgeries this year, uh, my choice, I love getting I got two new knees. Oh, my God, what a difference. Yeah. Um, and so allopathic conventional medicine really takes us to almost science fiction levels with surgeries like this that work, right? Yeah. yeah. But then the recovery is what we don't know enough about, you know, and, and the reason that this was important for me to bring up, because I think these two aspects in your book, the endocrine system and the nervous system, we're not talking about them enough. Mm. And yet you bring it to the forefront to, to both the practitioners and to us to understand that, you know, this at the cellular level, you know, I, I think you, you, it's mindless vegetable and there is no individualization at all. And I yeah, love right. that statement. <laughs> yeah, that's the matrix is operating on the level of the vegetable and the vital signs that show up on the computer in the hospital. And that's a totally, that's really what we often have to treat that. But then above that, so let's, let's go. Well, there's uh, four regulatory systems I know. So the first one will start at the bottom. That's the ground regulatory system in the matrix. Then we get to a really interesting one, the biomechanical regulatory system, which is electrons moving along bones and joints. Not very well known, but you'd find it in work. Um, there's a couple of people that have, they're more interested in structural skeletal type stuff. Okay, so that's going and you need that to be functioning relatively well. And then we get to, well, the hormonal level, which is um, you know more primitive, ancient than the um, neurological level. And so um, we have signals, chemical signals, and they have to go permeate through the membranes. And so actually the matrix is important for that too, because, because the, the, the hormones have to go diffuse out of the capillaries into the matrix to find their uh, target cells. So we have to keep a clean matrix just to, just to have good hormonal function. And also, and herbalists really can see this, that you often have to have a clean, a good operating liver, which often does mean the liver, but also means the cells in general. The metabolism is breaking down old hormones and allowing for new ones to appear and getting rid of hormonal garbage and sometimes making the hormones too. So, so we need to have that and we use bitters, the old time bitters for that often. I, I, I did, let's just say uh, dandelion and milk thistle and St. John's wort, unless you're on a drug that St. John's wort breaks down too, because it's so effective it breaks down drugs. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, that's um, getting the hormones to move through things. And certainly, you know, with aging, we want to be able to generate hormones. That's a bigger, a bigger picture. Um, oh, I would say about aging right away, wrinkles and so on. That's the matrix. When you start wrinkling, that is the matrix drying up. So you want to plump up that matrix, you know, and, and uh, so, and that's um, oh, mucilages. That's a category. Okra is the the main mucilage in uh, in uh, food. And so uh, now some people, they actually get sicker from mucilages, but other people get healthy. Hey, I grew up on okra. Are you kidding? Oh, you, you have a stepmom from the South? Uh, no, oh. my mom my mom uh, was from Brooklyn. You're from New York or? I'm from New York, but my stepmom was from the deep South. So I'm, oh, I have an oh. interesting, holidays were very cool. 
in our house. But okra and learning actually how to pick it and make it myself from wild. I never knew that about it, though. But I think my mom did intuitively. I mean, every week it was on the table. Every week. Yeah, I grew up in Minnesota. My mom was from Brooklyn. And uh, but my dad was from Kansas and she knew he liked okra. So but we could I really honestly, when I was young, the only okra we had was what we grew in the garden. So we had it for a month or two. (laughs) Maybe the same thing. Yeah. But uh, nowadays you can get it. I noticed when the food, when COVID broke out and everybody was cleaning off the shelves, the last thing that was left in Minnesota was okra. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I mean, I totally agree. But you know, what we're talking about is in your book, you give us solutions. See, this is what I like. I mean, even the conversation, the reason I brought up the the paragraph or the chapter on nerves is because if we are doing something to our nervous system, and yeah. it doesn't matter what it is, I, I'm not a medical doctor, but I will tell you that there is such a thing as nerve blockers. Gabapentin is one of them. Uh, and yeah. while it does serve a purpose for people that yeah. run into issues, it has some other effects that people don't know about. Like if yeah. you're taking a nerve blocker for a year, Ooh, wow. o- oopsie, like, yeah. Yeah. And so your book explains this beautifully. And not only that, you've already named four things that I have access to that I need to get on. But (laughs) what I love about this is there's so much you're bringing to the forefront in this book. It really takes more than one read for me. But I want to ask you this in the time we have left. People can take action on their own behalf. If you read this book, you'll be able to take action on your own behalf because you're explaining to us how the matrix works and we'll be able to figure out what it is inside of us without holding you to a specific situation. I want to ask you, what is on your top, the top of the list as you're working with people, right? Um, Everything that I read here, I started to go through and look at, and I thought, what is this uh, hyaluronic acid? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I know what you that You can is. get supplements. <laughs> you can get a little bottle of it or something yeah. and put it in your right. water. But yeah. tell us, based on what you're seeing, for people listening, there are things we can do. Yeah. I'd like to hear from you. Yeah, so what I call mucilage is the is the the, the um, glop that's in the matrix, which is a hyaluronic acid and all the sulfates. And those of you who are familiar with the glucosamine sulfate, that grew out directly out of, of Dr. Pissinger's work. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually thought of it and got got the wheels turning. But it turned up in the health food stores in the early 90s or mid 90s, and he was already dead then. But but glucosamine sulfate was originally, so he he thought, he said, you, you, it turns out that ca- the cancer cells like the, the matrix signals too, they can't grow without it. So he said, well, we need strong matrix material to cut off that cell and make clean margins as a surgeon would say, boom, cut that off. And um, 
or and it turns out that doing that even kills the cancer sometimes because it is dependent on these these same signals that the healthy cells are dependent on. This isn't you know true all the time, but but so that's important. So glucosamine sulfate, that's why it was introduced. Seventy percent of it can get beyond the the cell membrane into the body. But people found um, oh, it's helping their joints, you know, because this mucilage builds uh, the joints basically are like an extrusion of the matrix. They're just a refined, the fluid in the, in the inside this uh, cartilage is just a refinement of the matrix. So, so there's, you know, okay, so that's uh, part of the, the principle. And, and, you know, I have my favorite herbs for this and that, but I wanted to do general things that, you know, like okra that everybody could do. You're actually turning me on to an idea. I've got to find somebody who would want to write a uh, cookbook for enhancing your matrix. <laughs> It's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's um, a great idea. Yeah. Well, I hadn't even thought of it until now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll look out there. Someone, uh, uh, someone who's really good at that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, the so so that that basic principle of of Dr. West that holds true with foods. Uh, oh, one of the most important things is eliminate. Um, um, your own personal allergies. That's almost more important than finding the diet that works. And the person you were mentioning on break who just can't stop gaining weight. Like I had to stop, when I stopped eating gluten, I lost 25 pounds in about three months. It was really, whoop. and then when I got off milk, I still, I steamed or cooked milk, I can do, but, but, um, and even that I feel like I'm on the edge but but uh i still continue to lose weight little by little by little from that initial um so it's so those are my two dairy and wheat are my two allergies and that's common but but not everybody has that allergy so so you do have to eliminate your allergies as well as find the diet that works for you personally and remember i mean you got to be full it sounds like you were okay on the extreme diet but but you do have to feel satisfied so it's a it, there's a compromise mm -hmm. between what's healthy and what you need to feel mm -hmm. good and you and you got to work at that to find healthy things mm -hmm. that make you feel full yeah so that's why i stay with the milk actually yeah. I'll tell you what I really discovered after the fact was that yeah. I definitely wasn't getting enough water. And oh. so what happened, and I would not follow the whole, I would not put a half a bottle of maple syrup in it. But oh, yeah, what I loved right. was this was a concoction because I realized I love can, uh, 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 I love red pepper. But uh -huh. this concoction for me got me to drink a lot of water. And even though it had the maple syrup in it, you know, I would drink and drink and drink. But the other yeah. thing too, you mentioned in your book, and this is what's kind of cool about this is, you know, people can go through here and do an assessment of themselves. Yeah. See, this is what I liked about it is as I started to go through, I started to say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. That could be a solution. Okay. That's why they're saying, do go do this that so you give us the understanding because i don't know what it is maybe i'm different matthew and really talk to this but you know you could tell somebody do this 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 and this but they have a better chance of doing it if they understand why uh -huh. yeah well that's really a good point yeah yeah and in fact that's why i wrote this book because i couldn't hear as an herbalist 
I really couldn't understand physiology because it it was like sitting in midair with no foundation. This is the foundation. And once I, the first inkling and the first thing I heard about it, it's like, wait, I've got to study this. 10 years of study and eight years of writing and finally the book. Uh, and I had to do it myself because there were just so few books out there already and papers too. So I'll tell you, you didn't leave anything really unturned. And I love <laughs> the way you organize the book because, you know, by the time I got to the part about different tissues of connected tissue fiber, by the yeah. time I got to that part of the book, I was already understanding that there are some things that if one changes immediately, and I don't mean drastically change. Yeah. And this is really what I loved about this. And I hope you do that cookbook. Um, You have to talk to Gail about that and get that done. Because part of this is we are so bombarded now with do this diet or do this diet. And maybe, maybe a keto diet isn't for you, or maybe you have to modify it. Maybe eating 100 grams of fat is just doesn't feel right to you, right? I mean, and you can modify things. Don't we have to get back to to our intuition in a lot of ways? Yeah, yeah. Things that make sense that are intuitive, things that are instinctive, that's the inner animal, the instinct that feels right, you know, et cetera. Uh, and creativity, you know, and uh, uh, you can get bored with food. So uh, yeah. you're, you're, you're Italian, I think. So you know about good food. <laughs> I do know about good food. Um, I also, I'll tell you what I know about growing up Italian now, and, and I'd like to hear you comment on this. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a lot of good food that, that is made, a lot of great food. Yeah. But what I love about it is when you go to sit down and have dessert, I've never seen my dad's plate have 16 different kinds of cannolis and Napoleons. You know, there's a level of moderation that I got to experience in watching the family eat. And it's not really depicted well in the movies, right? (laughs) right. You know, you always see a giant bowl of pasta. and (laughs) But if you ever sat down to a real feast, it's a seven-hour process with small portions of stuff. Um, First of all, let me thank you for joining me here today. Thank you. There's so much in the book that I'd love for you to come back when the book is actually out. Yeah. um, Because there's so much we didn't really even talk to, but the way you've laid it out, and especially when you talk about communication inside the matrix, that is an enormous, enormous part. Matthew, how do they find out more about you? Yeah, I guess through the Matthew Wood Institute of Herbalism, uh, which I have a Facebook page on that, and then a website, woodherbs.com, and and you just Google it, and you'll find me anyways, and we have a huge library, it's really fun, of all sorts of classes, and you can subscribe by the month, and um, they're just classes upon classes, and I I really do want to develop a uh, nutritional program, and um, I've got some, and I line up other people, um, you know, that are pretty alternative. Um, we're, yeah. we're, we're on the outer edge, the alternative, I would say. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's where I find myself. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we didn't get to talk about this, but when the book comes out, I hope you'll come back. I want to talk to you next time about the three stages of healing, absolutely coming out with inflammation to talk about, because I don't know if you've read about the latest statistics on inflammation and autoimmune disease, Um, but 
people should read this book. I know I have yeah. had to go back and rewrite it. Matthew, what's your yeah. personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? Oh, uh, in, mix, out, just take care of that and uh, develop your own philosophy. Be aware of that and develop how to watch the in, take care of the mix and take care of the out. So <laughs> I love it. Thank yeah. you so much for everything. And by the way, folks, we're going to have Matthew back when the book does come out, oh. Holistic Medicine and the Extracellular Matrix. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I have just a couple things I'm already going to change. The Science of Healing at the Cellular Level with my very special guest today, Matthew Wood, everybody. Matthew, thank you so much for all that you're doing in the world. Thank you. You've been a great interviewer. Oh my gosh, I wish I had two hours to talk to you. I hope you'll come back. We got to get Gail on that, okay? Yep. All right. All right. Let's take See a short ya. break. We're not done yet. We are just warming up, but this book is so awesome. I can't wait to get it in my hands, everybody. We'll be right back.